Hey everyone, welcome back to Nutrition Lifestyles with Kim and Joanne. I'm Kim. And I'm Joanne. And today we're going to talk about catfishing. Catfishing when it comes to health and wellness. So the reason why we wanted to talk about catfishing, there was something on TikTok. I think it was, was it 90 Day? Was it 90 Day? 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days. Before the 90 Days. And there uh-huh. was a guy and he was saying that he was in a four-year relationship with this lady from the Caribbean island. And he has never met her, but she's his fiance. And he sends her money. And yeah. she looks good. She looks like Cardi B and somebody else. He yeah, he did together. say that. He did. He said she looked like a mix of Cardi B and Megan the Stallion. Oh my gosh. Don't get me wrong, she was cute. The picture. No, she was. She the was. Picture. Very cute girl. And the producers came on and said to the guy, We have to tell you something. You're being catfished, and it's not even a woman. It's a man that has been catfishing you. Lord. So I sent it to Joanne, and I was like, oh, my. I felt so bad for him. I I wondered how much money has he lost, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Vested in this in the last four years. Y'all, I'm looking for the episode, and I couldn't (laughs) find it. I went looking because I don't have TLC, so I went looking to see where I could find so I could watch this episode. And I have not found it yet, but I was interested to get like all the backstory because I'm like, what makes somebody be so invested in someone they've never met? Right. Did he, did he speak to the person on the phone? Um, I don't know. I don't know if it was through like direct messages or. Oh yeah. Like, no, you know what he said? He said Snapchat. That's how they spoke. And I don't know how Snapchat is set up. I don't know if you can send voice messages. I don't know either, but now the world we live in, you can alter anybody's voice. True. True. This young man was just floored and I was, everyone watching was floored and it made me think how catfishing occurs in the health and wellness industry. So let's talk about it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know where to begin because there is a lot of catfishing going on. There is a lot of catfishing and and let's define that. Like what we mean by catfishing in the wellness space. Cause I think from my perception or my, my def- definition and my thoughts is like, you see somebody online, what they're advertising or a billboard in your town. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Ooh, I can whiten my teeth for, or, or no, no, let me, let me take that back. I can get them chiclets cap teeth. Yeah, like yeah. them chiclet square everybody get the same size teeth for like two hundred dollars right let me you know sign up for this you know what i'm saying because that's yeah. that's all the rage you see that all over social media people are flying all over yeah. the world to get these cheap behind um teeth fixings going on i don't even know what the word they call veneers Cat- i guess veneers? veneers i don't know if they're veneers because veneers i feel like are glued on are they Girl, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they are. Let me, let me, let me not act like I know anything that's going on in the dental space. <laughs> but so you see, you know, something really reeling you in. Mm-hmm. You think it's something, you know, that you can get for a certain price mm-hmm. and it's going to be so great. And then right. when you get there, you don't get all the whole backstory. Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't get what you expected. Mm-hmm. Um, the person is mean as hell. Right. Or right. rude as hell. 
let's talk about that they're not really personable like they make it out to seem online I guess um you know speaking of the the teeth thing I remember seeing someone you know sometimes you fall in through the like the rabbit hole on social media and I was on TikTok and I fell through the hole going through all these people who were talking about how they went to Colombia, they went to Turkey and yeah. Dominican Republic to get like their teeth fixed. Mm -hmm. And they were not told the bad breath that comes with it. Mm. One See, girl was like, huh? I didn't even know that it came with halitosis. Listen, the girl, I mean, it makes sense because I feel like you're not able to get into the space like you can with your own teeth. Correct. And things are being, are going where they don't need to be. You're not, I don't think you could clean it. That's as true. you are able to, and the one girl, she was like nine months down the line, six or nine months down the line, she developed a bad breath and wow. she has to walk around with Listerine all the time. That's horrible. That is absolutely horrible. So, mm -hmm. you know, with, with that definition that you gave of catfishing, I definitely think there is a, there's a deception that comes with, because like, for instance, I wouldn't necessarily say a stranger can totally catfish me. I think there is a relationship that has to be built and occurred for mm -hmm. a catfishing to take place. And the reason why I say this, I saw on the news, there was this lady, I don't even remember the location. I want to say it's Florida, but I'm not sure. And like, when you look at her, like she's in an orange jumpsuit. So, you know, she's in prison and you can see through the jumpsuit that, you know, she has the breast and she has the, the tiny waist and the hips and the butt and she's being charged for manslaughter. And you're just like, whoa, what does she do? So she went around here pretending like she was a plastic surgeon. She befriended people and told people, look at me. I did my own procedures. What? What do you mean she did her own procedures? Let, let me get there. Let me get there. <laughs> Let me get there and look how I look. And for this and this price, I can save you money and you can look like me. So mad people were coming to her because she was befriending them and making it seem like everything was like all happy jolly. Unbeknownst to them, she was going to Home Depot, buying hey. super glue. You lying. Buying cement. What? syringes and injecting these things in these unassuming women one woman got so sick um she called the authorities but before like you know she could give her testimony all of that her witness statement how this person wronged me she died she died i'm trying to figure if she went septic that would make sense or if it was a something pulmonary as a result of all the toxins that were just in her body that 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 is the craziest thing my first question is who decided that if we mix cement and <laughs> glue Girl. we're gonna get bubble butt that's Girl. gonna be bubble butt who 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 was the first guinea pig that was like let me try this right and I, and i think that that is what i i, I don't know where this this look of wanting to have this bubble butt and this really tiny waist and these this really big chest comes in and you think that looking like this is going to get you more clout and some people even consider it to be it's a it's a boost for their mental health 
And to me, it's all a catfish. Right. Of course. Absolutely. I mean, I think it all stems our, our culture, the black community, the black diaspora, we have different looks and a lot of us naturally have those looks. But did it start with us though? Did this look like the surgery, the surgery seeking, I don't think the surgery seeking started with us. I don't don't think so. I don't think so because a lot of us have, I mean, I don't have it, but a lot of us (laughs) have it. A lot of us have that look. And I think the, the industry wanted to make more money. You know, it's all about money, right? Mm -hmm. We weren't the ones that they were the people that they were trying to make the money off of, you know? So it it definitely didn't start with us doing the surgery. So I just, what makes you go into somebody's garage that you've never met lay on some random table and where, where, you, where the garage come from now you you where you, where else they doing it at i mean are we are we raping a place like where how are you walking into a, a, a room and just thinking that it, it's a medical facility and that you could get this for a cheaper price right it's crazy absolutely crazy And I think all of this, like, honestly, you know, like when we talk about health, we're talking about mental health as well. I feel like, yeah, a lot of people are suffering from physical maladies, but the pressure that society puts on us to look a certain way, to act a certain way, to talk a certain way is impacting people's mental health as well. And then they go to these extremes and they get messed up with constant halitosis or even they unfortunately die. Right, right. And I think people have to think, you have to understand that there's a certain amount of time that we have on social media to present ourselves and say who we are and what we do. Unless you've been following us for a long time, that's when you get to know us and who we are. Um, Mm -hmm. And even then, it's nothing like working one-on-one with us. Correct. You know, you see what you see on social media and then you make up these perceptions of who the people who are in the wellness space are and what you're going to get out of it. Yeah. And then when you come to meet us, whatever perception you make, usually oftentimes people, because we live in the United States of America, where people are want everything uh, at a microwave speed. Yeah. So yeah. they come to you and they think that you were saying whatever intervention, whatever it is, can happen in a quickie time. All right. Correct. Yeah. Like I know some people do come to me too and they say, well, you know, um, this person got off of their medication from their doctor and I want the same thing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work like that. No. This person lives in a totally different body. Their system is functioning totally different from yours. Right. And too, like even with social media, I, I see we sell a look. People like to sell books. Right. I see that all the time in the space that I'm in. Um, people are selling a look and people equate this particular look to be synonymous with health. Right. And that has nothing to do with it. Right. So I know on social media for me, I show up all types of ways because I want people to see the good, the bad, the ugly, the transparent. Right. I'm not going to layer on filter upon filter upon filter. Right. I'm going to give you a sneak peek into my daily life how my home is really set up instead of this polished, pristine look. 
that you may find synonymous with health because again you're dealing with a lot of different psyches out there you don't know the thinking patterns of people right right and i think the real always it always helps people it all because you it's more relatable because we don't live this pristine lifestyle like i have five kids if you ever see that my house is pristine know that i don't won the lotto <laughs> And I got me a maid coming in cleaning all the time because my husband and I, we could clean and our older kids, you know, they're part of the cleaning process now too, but it never lasts more than 24 hours. Mm. And of course, I mean, I feel like, you know, there's a difference between dirty and, um, un, you know, unorganized. So when I say it's not clean, I mean, it's unorganized, like we'll clean. And then five minutes later, the baby is dumping all of the Legos on the floor. So but you look on social media and you see the pristine kitchen and you see the pristine living rooms yeah. and you're like, man, when will I get there? Or why don't I have this? Mm -hmm. And all that social media is a catfish in itself. Do you think it's emotional abuse? Yeah, I absolutely think so. Even with myself, y'all, I am an educated woman in my early forties. I've lived enough to know better and it affects me. It impacts me. And I'm like, okay, I can't go on here. I need, I need a social media break. Right. I need to get off because I feel like I'm not worthy. The stuff that I'm putting up up there is not being as impactful. You know, it's not getting pushed by the algorithm. So therefore it's not good content. Yeah. I absolutely do that to myself. So can you imagine what others are thinking? True, true. And you know, that's, that's a, interesting point that you bring up because I know recently it's actually the beginning of the year I put a timer on my Instagram specifically just one hour a day that's it that's the only time I spend on Instagram some days it goes over be transparent it does go over depending you know what I'm swiping through um, but it definitely just make does make me more conscientious of not spending time comparing apples to oranges right uh, because i know in the profession that we are in which is a mm. profession that uh lacks i mean it's growing a little bit but it really lacks diversity as a whole mm -hmm. uh, it's it gets so hard with comparing and contrasting yourself with other people that are in the same domains as you right right um, so i i know personally for me, I just had to protect my mental health, my emotional yeah. health with that. Absolutely. Because, you know, I, I don't have the time that I used to have with five kids. Um, I You know, two of them are at home with me all the time. The time that I used to have, I don't have that time anymore. And I have to remind myself that I don't have the time that I used to. I can't be, I'm not able to post every day like I want to. I'm not able to go and, you know, how they say, engage with the algorithm. I'm not able to do that every day. Now it's summertime. So fun mom is in motion. Mm -hmm. Fun mom has been activated and it's my job to entertain, to keep them um, entertained. Because my husband and I, we really believe idle mind. There's a, there's a saying, idle mind creates something. Idle mind is the devil's playhouse. That's what my friends right. yeah. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> So we don't want idle minds. So I have a schedule. Some of you guys probably have seen me posted like this board that I created and it has been working. It has been working. Cause I'm like, listen, y'all go to school the same eight hours that you're home right now. And y'all don't be eating all these snacks. 
I mean, the younger one, the one that was in fifth grade, he was eating two snacks during the um, school hour. But the rest of y'all, y'all had one snack and a lunch. We're not about to be eating snacks all day long. So mm-hmm. this is the schedule. This is the time. This is when we're doing this, that, and the other. And, you know, I have, I'm the one. I'm the one. My husband's working during the day. He works from home, but he's in meetings all day. We don't see him like that. So I'm the one that's, you know, taking them to the pool. I'm the one that's entertaining them. I'm the one that's doing this or that. So I have all these content ideas, but I also have my actual work work that I'm doing as well. So that comes primary, the the contract that I have. I'm going to work on those first before I work on social media stuff because that's the way the cookie crumbles, you know, that's the way things work. And um, you tend to judge yourself when you're not as successful as your peers you're not as successful as those who, you know, are doing the same thing as you. And, you know, we were talking about this earlier, Kim. Um, I think people need to think of social media as what we tell people when we're reading food labels. Mm. The front of the package of whatever it is you're purchasing is there to reel you in and make you interested enough for you to stay now it's your job to turn it over and read the back of the package or go on the internet and do some research and make sure that the people and persons that you are following are really in line and are saying what they they want they say you know doing what they say they are even people within our field i've seen people i'm not even gonna lie i've seen people jump the dang bang wagon from left to right Hmm. one minute we're doing this and then now it's all the rage this is all the rage and this is what we're doing so there's there's no continuity with them no i i don't feel there's no continuity it's the the latest rage we're gonna jump on it and it's working for them because they are you know popular the algorithm is loving it the people are loving it and i'm like but weren't you just saying this that's really against what you're saying now and but let me say this i i highly believe in um when you know better you do better Mm -hmm. so it could be that these people now know better they're doing better but if you're now going back or doing something different then that's when i'm like okay so are you just jumping on one bandwagon to the next Mm, gotcha gotcha i think you know you hit something very important you mentioned earlier to do your research and also ask questions. And I feel like, you know, those two things keep people from entering into a catfish relationship with whatever their health or mental health goals are. Um, I feel like a lot of people don't ask questions. They don't do their research. Like you mentioned something on another podcast episode a couple of weeks ago, and you stated pertaining to your own personal health, you research everything that I think you were talking about like a face mask or creams or lotions or something. Yeah. 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 I feel people, people don't do that. They see the commercials, they see the 15 seconds or the 30 second uh, reel or pitch that people have. And they say, well, if this person can do it, I can do it too. Right. So I, I definitely agree that a little more, Question and answering needs to be done for sure. Right. Because you want an end result, but then you don't think about all that comes may come with that end result. Exactly. And I mean, too, some people don't even like 
the tough answers that they're going to receive. Like, I feel people want a placebo. They want a placebo and they trick themselves into thinking the placebo is going to happen. And they make up stories that go along with whatever scenario they want to build instead of really facing the truth. I feel we, we live in such a society now that the society is so uh, sensitive to, hey, this is not going to work for you because they mm -hmm. want it to work for them. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, being told you have to take your medications as prescribed. I get a lot of flack for that. I've seen, seen it. <laughs> a lot of flack for that. Like if someone has diabetes, they're telling me they're not taking the medication. Their blood sugar is high. They don't know why their blood sugar is high, despite all the changes that we have made. And I'm like, sir, ma'am. Right. Your body is tired. Your pancreas isn't working like it should. This class of medications does this. It mm -hmm. goes to the pancreas and it tells the pancreas, wake up, squirt mm -hmm. out that insulin. And they don't want to hear it. Mm -mm. because they found an herb don't get me wrong now i like my herbs now but mm -hmm. they found it but herbs can be very strong me and joanne we're talking about that offline mm -hmm. very strong and mess you up but they found an herb from dr so-and-so that lives over yonder and it works and i'm like it okay. it may have worked for someone else but let's be careful people because a lot of herbs are contraindicative to the person the person's disease state, medications the person may be in. Don't know if you got kidney failure or not, but here we go. Right. A lot of herbs. Don't know we're at the brink of, you know, tipping over with messing the systems of our heart, but here we go. And I tell people this all the time. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm all about food as medicine. And I want you to eventually, if that's your goal, to get off medication but I'm not taking you off the medication myself. Right. We're gonna work with, that's what I always tell people. Like I take them, I'll take them off of anything that's not prescribed. Right. If it's prescribed by your physician, we're not going to stop it. We're going to continue it. And as we're making progress, we're going to get you off of it. If that happens with the physician. With the physician. Exactly. Because I'm not, I'm not your physician. Exactly. The physician was the one, I always say this, the physician is the one that puts you on it. The physician is the one that decides if they're going to take you off of it. Yeah. Uh, that's not our scope of practice. Right. So we need to find out. So why did the physician put you on there? What is what we're doing going to help you reverse? Like I, I'm working with someone, I was working with someone who um, had cholesterol issues. I've worked with many people with cholesterol issues. But, you know, their goal is always to, um, you know, remove the medication, stop the medication. And of course, who wants to be on that medication forever? So we're trying to reduce inflammation so that we can get you off. Mm -hmm. But from the minute that you step foot, like our first session, I'm not telling you to get off that medication. Exactly. I don't even know you yet. I don't, even, yeah. I don't even know how your body works yet. You know what exactly. I mean? Yeah. And I mean, that. that is... Honestly, you hit the nail on the head because I know a lot of people are saying they want to get off of the medication because of something they may have seen or their perceived um, notions on what the medication is doing to their body. Mm -hmm. um, but again, it's we just live in a society where there's so much information coming at us from both angles to do this, don't do this, that a lot of people are getting confused and they are getting catfish and it's just wreaking a havoc on emotional well-being. So right. 
Right. And, and I will also say this, like I said earlier, it's hard for us to give you everything in, you know, the 30 seconds, 15 seconds, or even a minute and a half on social right. media. So it is up to you to do the research. And then, you know, when you're setting up an appointment on your first appointment, ask lots of questions. Or if the person, if the di um, the dietitian, the doctor, whomever gives you like a 10 to 15 minutes free prior to actually booking, you know, utilize that and ask all the questions that you can during that time frame, so you can find out if that person really does fall in line with your values and what you're looking for. So yeah. there are people we do work with where we'll tell them everything from the beginning, like this is what's going to happen. This is this and that. And then once we start working, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing that. I don't want that much. We talked about this. We talked about this in the beginning, step-by-step step of what most likely will happen. Because every, again, everybody's different. We may everybody's have to, different. you know, swerve, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. But that, that they're, those people are out there as well. I understand that. I do understand that. So in closing, what would you say is your number one tip for avoiding being catfished in this space that we're in? Research, research it all. I mean, we live in the research world. Like uh, we have access to so much mm -hmm. research. Check them out on Facebook. Check them out on, on Instagram. Check out reviews outside of their website because, of course, we're only we're putting all the good reviews on there. True. Look and see if there's any bad reviews out there. You know, check to make sure there's no lawsuits. That is true. That is very true. Those lawsuits are. Sure. I mean, people like, but things when these things when people are like, you know, they got plastic surgery for somebody who, like, where, where have you seen? you getting somebody's gonna cut into you for dang $250 like where where do they do that at right right that one is that one took the cake for sure I would say for me my number one tip would be definitely research but also ask questions um you want to ask questions of the person that you are looking into like I find some of my best clients are the clients that are always constantly asking me questions because it shows me they're thinking it shows me they understand it shows me mm -hmm. that they want to make changes and they need to like okay if I add this into my diet or if I do this what is the expected results which can go any way depending on how the body okay. responds but definitely ask questions ask copious questions and also get someone else's eyes to look at what you may be interested in. Because I know we, we tend to create these scenarios in our head to think like, yes, that's for me. And we don't see the catfish happening, but to have someone else look at it for you, someone else that you trust, they may be able to say, well, this is a red flag and here's another one and here's the next one. So yeah. those are definitely my two biggest takeaways just in this space and this world that we are living in. Absolutely. I, I ditto that. With that being said, thank you everyone for listening. 
let us know in the comment section some topics that you're interested in discussing, whether it's something that you've seen in the news, something that you were talking to your doctor about, or even some something that you were talking to your friend about. We want to discuss the topics that are relevant for your specific nutrition and your specific lifestyle. So with that being said, until next week, remember to give us five stars. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys.